Well, now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the air boxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back to the Hot Lap Show. We're recording Thursday, the 12th of March, on the eve of the 2015 Grand Prix season. I'm James. With me is Alex. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you? Uh, do you know what? I haven't really started thinking about it too much at the moment because I've not seen anything. I've not really checked up too much in the last 24 hours. But I yeah. suspect when I go home tonight and then have a quick look on on the... Uh, either go on Sky Sports or something, get, start seeing the press conference, the uh, um, the team principal... No, the driver, the, the driver, Thursday driver's press conference. There will be a driver's press conference, yes. See stuff like that, that's when it then starts to get uh, a bit more into uh, the bloodstream. I wonder. I, I don't know who got announced. I'd imagine, surely, Hamilton and Rosberg, Ricardo, and a couple of others, maybe. Yeah. They always pick the Australian. So they, they, pay, they pick the um, driver for the country that they're in. Yeah. And then normally it's probably like the world champion... <laughs> Um, maybe the odd rookie that's brand new or something like that. Ah, I don't know at the time. That's a bit of bit of poor uh, research on our part. It is. It is. It is poor research on our part. But some. Yeah. But but there you go. But interestingly, not quite half the press. But we learned today, obviously, um, Sam's driver lineup has changed. I've got I've got a full list of driver driver lineups, which we'll talk about later. But um, uh, um, which says here, Marcus Ericsson and Felipe Nazar. Might not be the case though. It might not be the case because uh, Vandergaard took Salva to court because he had all his sponsors. We're not quite sure who. All his sponsors? No, it could have been his sponsors. Or are his sponsors controlling him like a puppet? We don't know. Exactly. Um, what we do know is uh, Salva took him to court and he kind of won. He has a contract for 2015. Salva have three drivers for the Australian Impressive. Grand Prix. Impressive. This is true, but uh, I know we, we we joked earlier. Is this a bit like? Having a girlfriend and then making her go out with you even though she doesn't want to mm. via, via a legally binding contract mm. in terms of this team does not want you, you're forcing them. That can't be a good thing, surely, for a driver and a team. You can't. You can, the team's going to suffer... Well, no. Who's going to suffer more? Let's have a think about this. The driver gets his drive, but the team may not give him everything that he wants whilst you've got the team don't really want that driver because they might not think he's good as the other two. Yes. So, but then at the same time, they're still a team, so they're wanting to make sure that they get the best out of what they've got. It's a difficult one. It is. Um, but personally for me, the two, I think Nasri is, a be- is the best driver out there, and I think he brings in more money than anyone else, Okay. I reckon. Um, Ericsson part of me think uh, well I think it's close between Van der Gaard and Ericsson um, but obviously as as Salva pointed out he's got no, no 2015 car experience no no no, which is a big safety concern yes a big Having safety that, concern I think Jensen if that was the case I think Jensen Button and Magnussen and Alonso could be very worried as well mm, mm. Um, with the limited running they've had in their car very true um, now, interestingly, uh, Sauber, they, the reason I'd imagine why this whole thing was done, it wasn't really made official, was because of sponsorship money. It was all down to money. 
do you think, these driver moves? So somewhere, in terms of finance and sponsors, someone's losing out big time this year, if this was to go ahead, continue mm. for the whole year. Mm. Which is not particularly good. Again, we can only speculate. Yes. I would imagine that what we've got is they've signed Van der Gaard last year with when Vandergaard has bought X millions of pounds to Sauber, then Nasri's turned up and gone, I've got X more millions of pounds. Yes. So they've gone, yeah, we'll have that. Then Ericsson has turned up and gone, I've got this much, which has then probably beaten Vandergaard's original yeah. investment. <laughs> and then they've gone that. And then, I don't know, they've either then thought Vandergaard would just go elsewhere... Or that they could pay off Van der Gaard with a sort of a a bit of a sum from some sponsorship money that they got left over or something. Yes. And and now they realise it's not as simple as that maybe because you can't simply. This isn't like a, a stationary order which you double up when you're at work and you go oh no I've accidentally ordered two two <laughs> two staplers. No. Um. I'll, I'll try and return one. This is multi-million pound contracts that we're talking about and you should really know who you've signed and who you haven't. Yeah, I mean, obviously the uh, Manisha or the, the, the head of Sauber, um, our, our lovely lady, she's potentially done something a bit wrong there. But it was kind of hinted at at the end of last year, wasn't it? Wasn't it? This, what, what, you know, four will don't go into two, essentially, because uh, I remember both Sutil and um, the other Sauber driver where I forgot who it was now for 2014. Um, bit of Gutierrez. A, one. They were both convinced they're driving there next year when they've initially been interviewed, yes. I think. There seemed to be a lot of, uh, I'm driving here, uh, why have you just gone and signed that person? Um, and a lot of people who don't, who the drivers don't appear to think that they're, uh, they, were, they were being pushed out. They all thought that they were pretty much safe. Yeah, obviously not. No, but it's not, unlike Salba. It is, it is, it is. They're normally not in the news for bad reasons, but they kind of have been probably the last six months. Mm. Obviously this, not winning any points. And then there were rumours around the launches and the testing and that they were struggling financially. And then there's further rumours about Bernie Eccleston helping some of the other teams. Mm. Um, now, talking about the, uh, talking about the other teams, um, Manor. Manor Grand Prix, Manor Marisha, they are back. They're turning up, aren't they? they we, are. I think our last our last one we um we said it was kind of a rumour. Yes. Um it would appear that they are in Australia. Uh they've bought their two thousand and fourteen modified to two thousand fifteen regulated chassis and Currently, have 2014 spec Ferrari engines. Yeah, hoping for 2015 some point during the year. Yeah, then you can't. And with drivers uh, that possibly. Well, I've got Will Stevens and Roberto Mahiri, Mary, Murhi. Yeah, uh, something uh, like that. I've, I've obviously completely ruined that last name now for any Roberto. Yeah, fans. yeah, yeah. Um, I can apologise. Mm. Uh, needless to say, I know very little about them. No, I, I know a bit about Will Stevens, obviously, for, from last year, mm. being, being fairly successful. It's good to see him get a drive, though. He's a nice bloke. And it, it, it's a shame that when you have these people that are quite successful in the lower formulas, 
you know, the GP2 and the GP3 series, etc. Um, and they don't really get a fair crack of the whip. Mm. Yeah. I, I suppose the main question is, w- at the end of the season, are we going to be talking about them? Well, well so are you asking me, is, are they going to be newsworthy this year? Or are you saying, okay, no, will they still be sorry, around you're right, you're right, you're right, right, next yeah. year? Will we be talking about Marussia at the end of the season? Because... Um, in your opinion, do you believe that they will be in Abu Dhabi racing at the end of the season? Yes. You think they will? I think they have to be. No. Yeah, well, they, everyone has to be. No, I think Because they've they got be. a contract with Bernie. Oh, you're right. I think they have to be for the health of Formula 1. I don't think Formula 1 can... Throughout, now, they, if they start in Australia and they do Bahrain, I think it will be very bad for Bernie to... Uh, you know, for for the product. Mm. I mean, if you think, of, I know it's not really, but if you think of Formula One, imagine it flowed on the stock market, right? The shares are already down at the moment because of the amount of <laughs> the teams and struggled and, and all the bad news about obviously people not liking the new rules. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And then and then obviously Mauritius and both um, obviously Caterham struggling, going last year, thinking thinking they're gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think Formula One can afford another bad news story about another team. Going, going under this year and I think everything will be done to try and sort that out mm. the problem being is obviously the big teams want to keep spending the money the little teams say no um, and people say well if you can't afford to be an F1 get out however I think as I mentioned earlier both Mauritius Caterham and HRT yeah mm. or well Mauritius used to be virgin didn't they um, they came in under the premise of a cheaper Formula 1 yeah. and it never really happened no. it, it, they were sold a lie mm. so I do feel for them yeah but you need I mean you need back in the day like you know when I started watching you needed your Minardis and unfortunately the Teals were for the back of the grid you needed those kind of teams the Minardi the Pacific Simtex because if you don't have a, eventually we'll get to the point of say Sauber Force India and uh, Mauritius was struggling, gone. You'll have a clown at the back of the pack, guaranteed, at the moment, you know? Yeah, it had, had, if Mauritius did not turn up, um, then we would have been looking at four additional, four cars less um, than last year, yep. which automatically starts putting reasonably decent teams, like Toro Rosso, yes. Force India, potentially, um, at the back. No, and it would have been... To the detriment, I think, of F1. Mm. They're not going to. They're not. They're potentially not going to do anything newsworthy. I know they won. They they didn't win, obviously, but they won points at Monaco, mm. and that really felt like a win for them. Um, but in, yeah, as long as I think they survive this year, I think that'll be a fantastic thing, um, and I really, really hope they do. But I want them to be there. I'm predicting it because I'm thinking positive. Would it surprise me if they're not? Perhaps, but I think Formula One can't afford that. That's mm. So. I mean, I mean, what's your conclusion on the whole Mauritius matter? They didn't have any sponsors pretty much last season. No. And they didn't make it to the fight, to the end of the season. No. They, as far as I'm aware, they've not got any further sponsorship this season. So they're not going to be sponsored mainly by, you know, another, a, a big sponsor. Um, they've, whether or not they've still got debts to pay off I think they I believe they do right here. I mean if you looked at the F1 show and stuff yeah. they kind of intimated okay seen the news um, so 
unless those drivers are bringing in vast sums of money, uh, I, I don't really see them lasting. No? Oh, so I say, I'm ta- that's, that's not so what I, I want to say. No, no, it's not. Uh, and, and, you know, it must take a lot of, of sitting around a table convincing people to carry on with a venture that's treading water. Yes. No, yeah, you're right about that. That's a good point. It must be. Um, and, you know, I wish them good luck because at the end of the day, there's always better to see another two cars on the grid than, than, than not having them there. But um, I don't. I don't think they'll be there at the end of the season. No. Well, there we go. Um, moving on to happy things for some. <laughs> we've got we've got the uh, the Formula One. The, we've got the Formula One calendar for 2015. It looks like a 20 race calendar. I think, if I remember. Um, we start off obviously the 15th of March, Australia. 29th of March, Malaysia. April the 12th, Chinese Grand Prix. April 19th, Bahrain. May 10th, Spain. May 24th, Monaco. June 7th, Canada. 21st of June, Austrian Grand Prix. July the 5th, I'm going. You don't want to go. No. It costs no, too much no, money. No. British Grand Prix. It's not about money, but go on. <laughs> July, July 19th, German Grand Prix. July 26th, Hungarian Grand Prix. August 23rd, Belgium. September the 6th, Italian. Italy. September the 30th, we're going to the... Uh, Edge of the season to Singapore on the flyaways. 27th, a week later, at the Japanese Grand Prix of September. October the 11th is the Russian Grand Prix. October the 25th, US. November the 1st, the new Grand Prix in Mexico. Um, November the 15th, Brazil. And we ended two weeks after that, just before December, on November the 29th, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Um, well, okay. You Have you read that calendar out because you're trying to work out when Mauritius will leave after which No, oh, they will be, they'll oh, be okay. there. Okay, you, you, you try and predict. What race will they will they live will they leave by? And don't uh, say Malaysia. That's mean. I reckon they won't make Singapore. Oh, they'll be gone by Singapore. That's not too bad though, considering considering. What do you think? I was going to pull it after three races. View. Yeah, I figured. I figured you, you'll say the Spanish Grand Prix. I think they'll end of the European season. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's not too bad then. That's good. Um, what do you think? What do you think of the calendar? Are you excited for Mexico? I, I don't know much about it to be honest. Um, I haven't looked at the circuit much. The it's it, it's a it's a it's a strange country to go to to try and sell. Yes. The sport to um, because you know you're not taking it. You know you could look at like the ones that are recently added. You know Russia's got a lot of money there. You you know Mercedes etc. Ferrari all do well. There's multi billion pound people there. You get to Mexico. Not many Mexicans probably drive around in Mercedes. No, they're not. But Perez has got a big following, which we know. Yeah, yeah. But then there's not a Grand Prix in Venezuela for Maldonado. No, no. This is this, this fortunately. Is true. Fortunately, yeah, fortunately. Um, so it is a bit of a random place to have one, uh, but I don't know. It's, it's it's going to be different at the end of the day, as long as it's not a Herman circuit. I don't know. I, you know, Herman Tilk circuits. I, I do like Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had a say in the Austrian Grand Prix. No, no, he wouldn't have done. That is a bit of a go kart track, really. But I really I enjoy driving it, mm-hmm. and I, it does provide good races. Mm-hmm. Um, Bahrain, I don't like the track particularly much. 
I think even even driving it in the F1 games. However, you can't deny that the layout of the track it does have good races there, as mm. in you know side by side, which is which is brilliant. Um, Turkey was good ish. Singapore, Russia. Um, I wasn't really a massive fan on Valencia. All. Valencia, you you loved your. I I wasn't a big fan of Valencia. You loved Valencia. I did. In the Indian Grand Prix, I wasn't a big fan, and the Korean Grand Prix, no. I wasn't a big fan. No. So no. So it's basically thumbs down then, really. Yeah, but the problem is you got the same bloke to design F1 circuits, and it's a bit like getting the same artist to, to draw all the same things. It, you know, his home that you can tell when you look at a circuit, not maybe on the map, but you know, in real life pictures, it's a mm. home and tilt circuit, can't you? you know, yeah. Almost. It has characteristics, and then you you stop having these original type circuits throughout the F1 season. Mm. I mean, we were talking obviously about the sanitisation, obviously of Hockenheim. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, there we go. But but I, I like the fact it starts in Australia. Would you rather it end at Brazil? I always think Brazil is a bit more exciting to finish. It's always going to be a, a good a good race to finish on, isn't it? Let's it be is. honest. Abu Dhabi's a bit of a. There's not a huge amount of overtaking that goes on in that. And it's yeah, it's another. It's a spectacle because obviously the lights, it's a night circuit, you know, and everything like that to end on. But like Singapore, the night thing looks good. They don't really produce fantastic races, though, all the time, do they? No, but it's a bit like Bahrain as well. That's gone night. That's not particularly... Um, See, I think Bahrain produces good races. Mm. It has. Mm. But driving it and actually looking at the circuit, it doesn't particularly do well, anything No, because the backdrop, there's no backdrop to it at night. No. Is it? So, yeah, uh, it's a long season. No, and, and gives and, you that. No, it is. It is very. Will we have all, all the races? I mean, it's happened before, where the last few years where we've had twenty, and one of them has ended up being knocked off. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No French Grand Prix again, obviously. No French. We knew that was coming, but you know, you've got Renault there, it's one of the main manufacturers. Roman Grosjean as well. Yeah. Um, not not last year, but the year before that. They're not interested, are they? The French. And having a, and a, yeah, appear that having a Grand Prix or wanting to invest money. I like Magnicore. People say it's a boring circuit. I like it. Mm. There's not. I know there's not much to do with the actual circuit, but it, it's uh, it's a sight more interesting than about a third of the circuits mm. on this calendar. You so. could easily hold a Grand Prix at Paul Ricard, but the problem is I don't. It's not catered for um, spectators. A, a, yeah, a large amount of, of spectators. No. So that's why Bernie won't run it. Um, you know, and. You've you've got probably another couple of French circuits that might be good enough, but overall, you know, it. I just think it's it's all about money, isn't it? It is. Slowly, it is. we'll probably lose the German Grand Prix at some point. I don't think you, that that. I, mean, I know it's got a massive following. I Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, Rosberg, uh, Vettel, etc. But when you think about it, and every time you hear it, each year whether it be Hockenheim or Nürburgring, they are not making money. No. Are they? No, ever since... And it's sort of clinging there, either because someone's throwing money at it just to keep it there. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, they mentioned last year that despite, obviously, Nico Rosberg being, you know, one of the... leaving the championship, essentially, it wasn't a massive... Um, it wasn't a... You know, not like in the Schumacher heydays... It wasn't like a complete sellout um, on qualifying day. It was busy on race day, mm. but, that's, but that, yeah, which is which, which is a big shame. Obviously, the British Grand Prix is always always a sellout. You don't go, no. 
Now, is it because the ticket prices, not that you can't afford it, but you're not going to pay the those ticket prices because for the, you can get them cheaper, for example, when you go to the Belgian Grand Prix? European races, to me, uh, come across almost exactly the same price, including accommodation and travel to get to them by the time you've almost paid out on a grandstand ticket to the British Grand Prix. Uh, there's that There's that to look at. Belgium's incredibly cheap to is. get to. It is, I've looked at that, yeah. Um, used to be incredibly easy to get. I mean, yeah. in theory, take a coach there uh, Sunday morning, stupid, stupid o'clock in the morning, make yeah. it back still the same day. Yeah, Le Mans, yeah. Le Mans, I know it's not Grand Prix, uh, F1, but Le Mans as well, you can pretty much oh, do. And that's another track they could have in a, a Grand Prix. That'd they could do because they do have a like a, a shorter GP. Yeah, with the motorbikes. Yeah, well. that'd be interesting. Um, but having been to Silverstone a number of times, um, they 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 base you too far away from the, the track and the fences. They're not the. It doesn't. Take, it doesn't. You you don't take good pictures from behind the fence. Okay? I no, 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 no. I, I do. I have struggled really in the past to take decent photos. The best place to take photos was at Abbey. Not anymore, though. Before you then drop down underneath yeah. the bridge and you could sit up on the bank on the right hand side. Um, that now um, they don't have that, obviously. Um, and where else is there a good photo opportunity? Well, you can get uh, depending how good. Your your um, lenses, mm. if you can zoom in, right down by um, you down by uh, I forgot the 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 straight where the DRS is on, and as you come into the uh, to the old part of the circuit again where you miss bridge, you come in where they do the passing. Yeah, that main DRS. You can get reasonably close to them. As in, there's nothing really. There's not that much obscuring your view. Um, yeah, there. Mm. When I when I when I walked around the circuit, but yeah, no, you no, you're right in in that sense. Mm. I think um, you're, you yeah, there are parts of the circuit that are a tiny bit more back. Not like Malaysia, thank goodness, and the tilt circuits. No, um, no. But but there you go. But there you go. That's obviously that's the F1 calendar. Let's hope for uh, well, let's hope for all twenty one. No, twenty. That's twenty one minutes. We go. Let's hope for all twenty races. Um, and obviously, moving on now to the driver lineup for 2015. Obviously, we'll start with Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg. Uh, do I ask now well, uh, who do you think is going to be the champion between those two? Is that fair? Do you think anyone else is going to feature in the championship fight? Do you Not think it's going to be a Mercedes driver? Yeah, you'll say Lewis. I'm going to say Lewis. You're going to say, say Rosberg Lewis. because he's. I will you're, in your soul you can't you, you can't vote for Lewis is this why there is that um, providing his neck doesn't play up he has learned to breathe in corners now that's good breathing breathing, breathing, quite important. In, breathing is fairly important uh, and Rosberg was on it right from the start of last season although he started to slowly slip uh, and so I'd always say you're trying to I'd justify Rosberg in your head. You're trying to just justify Rosberg. I think he deserves it. I don't think he does. He's okay. not as good. Okay. Mild, but no. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it depends. I do you think? Uh, do you think we'll have a better Lewis Hamilton this year? I don't think it make a difference. Do you think Rosberg will up his game this year? Or well, yes, do. So you're, what you're saying is the Rosberg from 2014. We, he needs to improve his game somewhat. Quite. 
Yeah, but then I think Rosberg probably always had it. But um, you know, for for the fact is that that Mercedes was sort of a bit all over the place with reliability and stuff. You it couldn't was. really ever say, you know, I know we could say Lua Lewis won it in the end, but it you know things started going a bit wrong for Rosberg towards the end of the season, and you know, and what they, everyone says in terms of his head. He didn't really get it together properly for a good string of performances ever since that Belgian Grand Prix. Would you, and I know we mentioned it, um, I think, in, in our pilot episode. Mm. But that's where it started to fall apart for Rosberg, I think. I, I, I've always felt. Mm. So I think Hamilton's got a lot of outside... Influences. Influences yeah. that can... That What's the word I want to use? That just... I don't know. I mean, you know, he's not dating Nicole anymore, is no, he? he's not. Um, he's got a lot of fingers in pies that with regards to DJing or what you know, and and all these other little things that are going on. Um, probably to some extent, I know things like Ferrari probably wouldn't like that too much as a driver. No, but I think almost it was Mercedes. Lewis wanted Mercedes kind of let Lewis do it because McLaren didn't, and they want to keep him. Mm. And I know that they, I know they're in talks for extending his contract um, next year. Um, so we'll have to see, but I, I know what you mean. Too many, too many fingers and pies. I mean, when, when you when you look at people like Michael Schumacher, they were he, for example, was very rarely in the press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't really see. You might have the equivalent of OK magazine look at mm-hmm. come and look at our house kind of nice feature. And he's in it and Senna. You never really, you know, he wasn't a playboy kind of. No, he kept himself to himself. Yeah, yeah. and he was, but he was fully focused on the role he did. He was, not, I don't want to say obsessed, but. He was at the track, he went, you heard about going with the engineers, he was working all the time to mm. make that car better. Mm. And with that super Ferrari team, for those dominant years, it really showed. Yeah. So, But um, also, whilst yeah. I remember, do you, on the first Barcelona test, did you, do you remember that he, he was like, uh, only did about two, three hours in one of the test sessions and then went home ill? Schumacher and Lewis. Lewis, yes, mm. yes. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And Lewis. then there was speculation that basically that he got bored. Really? And and he went home. That's not good, is it? And then apparently, what he was ill, but they were saying that Lewis Hamilton does not like testing. He hates testing. And there was that obviously the rumor mill starts that he just had enough of testing and just went and just said, oh, "I'm not having enough. I'm just going home." Wow. That was supposedly was the rumour. Obviously, it was later confirmed that he he was ill at the time. But I think later on, they asked him, um, and he does he, he did confirm it on camera. He does not like testing at all. Well, there you go. Whilst, you know, Michael, you know, he loved his testing. He did, didn't God he? God bless him. He loved, his, he loved his testing. He loved, <laughs> you know, getting out there and, and, and working with the car and everything like that. Lewis just seems to want to just turn up at race weekends, drive and go home. Oh, there you go. Bit like Raikkonen, really. <laughs> Probably like Raikkonen, yeah, so, yeah. But, um, well, there you go. From uh, Lewis to Raikkonen to drinks to Red Bull. There you go, there's my segue. Okay. Um, Daniel Ricciardo and Danny Kvyat. Quite close first names. Ricciardo... Last year, he did a very good job. He was voted Driver of the Year, I think, by F1 Racing. Mm. Fantastic. Um, now, the interesting thing is, which of these two are going to come out on top by come the end of the year? Okay, here's a little competition. Okay. So, uh, 
What I've done is I've now got the cumulative times from the second test in Barcelona, which I think will be the fastest times okay. um, through the test out of, out of the whole Barcelona, which at, at some point is when they, they need to start to reduce the fuel loads, put on the super yes. softs, and what you're going to get is pure potential outright speed. You haven't seen this. No, I have not. Um, so we're going to talk about, if we're talking about teams then, first thing I'll say is Red Bull... Tell me then where you think. I think they're about the third or fourth. Ricardo and Kvyat finished. And Kvyat finished uh, cumulative times uh, out of the eighteen drivers that took part. Six and between six, around six, seven. Okay, six and seven. You reckon? Yeah, itch. Okay. So Daniel Ricardo's fastest time. Yes. Um, finished him in eleventh. Really? Wow. And Kvyat? Uh, I'm going to go 8th now. because he, uh... Out of 18 drivers, yep. he was 17th. No, really? I mean, I, th- I was thinking that Red Bull, when I, when I looked at the tests and, and, and looked on the, looking at the days rather mm-hmm. than the cumulative time, mm-hmm. I, I thought they had, you know, we're going to be up 2nd, 3rd or 4th fastest mm-hmm. car. We're going to be in that block. I still think they will be come the end of the year. Adrian knew it did have a say in this car, a bigger say than uh, we, we expected, I think, mm. when I read a news report. Um, if I'm not mistaken, gonna in, they were going to introduce a very large aerodynamic package that they hadn't used in Barcelona. Well, the rumour was in the F1 show because it failed a crash test. Oh, uh, no. But it will be in Australia. That was, uh, that was the rumour. So, but there you go. Um, on to probably, a lot of people say, the team of the year last year. Mm. Has a Mercedes engine, mm-hmm. but a Williams chassis, let's say. Valtteri Bottas, Felipe Massa, reserve driver, officially, Susie Wolf, development driver, Alex Lynn. Nothing, now, nothing changed too much, really, then. No, Williams, are we looking at Williams as the second fastest car, do you think? I'd According say so. to the cumulative times, yeah? I'd say so. Uh, the cumulative times say uh, Bottas third and Massa fourth, um, only two tenths of a second in it, um, and... But literally nothing in it between them and Lewis that was in second. Um, they should they should be the second fastest team out there. Are they going to be okay? Because Williams were probably the second fastest team overall last year. You yeah. know that they didn't finish there mm. uh, toward the end of the season anyway. Do you see Williams being a lot closer and challenging Red Bull throughout? Uh, no, sorry, not Red Bull, challenging Mercedes throughout the year. They had a couple of times. They probably, I think they caught up. I don't think the gap's probably any worse. Any? Do you believe? Do you think the gap is closer than I'd what like, it was I, last I, year? I would like to think so. You the, hope. The, the problem is, whether Mercedes, it doesn't matter how quick Mercedes are in qualifying, because we all know with the, uh, the all mass amount of fuel, it has changed the way his cars cars handle. Mm. It's going to be the race, and if Mercedes are like five six seconds. Uh, you know, at, um, ahead of everyone else, come the end of lap three or four, then mm. we've got a problem. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Williams. I would like Williams to keep them honest, and I would like Williams to win at least one or two Grand Prix. Whether that's going to come from Bottas or Massa, I don't know. Because I know Bottas did really, really well last year. Massa, let's be honest, he was very unlucky mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. I think they're a lot closer, and I expect, and all things being even, if both of them get the same amount of luck, I reckon that come the end of the season. They could be as close as 10, 15 points apart, maybe, if that. Mm. That's, how, that's how close the, 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 these two are. 
I think Bottas, you can argue, yeah, he's the future prospect, maybe, because he's, he's more, you know, he's the younger man. Yeah. But I, I think Felipe Massa, they've proven, he proved last year that he's still, he, given the right environment, he still has it. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think you're right, and I think um, we, we shall see, we shall see. Uh, I think Bottas will be one up over Massa. Yeah, I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me. But I do. I think they'll be very, very. I think they'll be very, very close. So, uh, Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel, Kimi Raikkonen. So they have the four times world champion. How for you? For you? Well, for Vettel, sorry. In your, uh, I'm asking your opinion. Mm. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go out there and say this is for Vettel the most important year. Um, uh, potentially of the, uh, for the rest of his career. Not leading up to it. I, I think because. I suspect what you're going to, the reason you're saying that is because to move from one team to another and still show that you are a world champion. Yeah. There are people out there saying he won it because he was in the best car. Yeah. He won it because he was in the Red Bull. Yeah. Other people have said, well, that's, that's, that's bull because he beat Mark Webber. Mm. I've always said Mark Webber is a solid driver. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like an Eddie Irvine in the David Coulthard variety where given a good chance, he could have been world champion. Mm. Um, he, he, he was solid there. He'll win races, but there's an argument he's not well, well, super world-class. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So to beat him, some people could argue, is not the biggest feat in the world. Some people might argue differently. Um, he, need, he does need to beat Raikkonen this year for, for his own career going forward. Yeah, I think, but I think he'll struggle. Who do you think is going to come out on top of Ferrari? Or do you think... I, I think it will be incredibly close. I really do. Um, could it come down to just the... the I mean, I like, think it, I think we've. I might have said this. I think it'll come down to the circuit. Depending on the circuit. Yeah, you'll okay. find that Kimmy's better on one day, Sebastian's better on the next, and I think it will literally just be down to the circuit. Okay, because the thing with Raikkonen, mm. I've always found, even even in his McLaren days, if he thinks he can get a podium, and win a race, he's absolutely on it, hundred mm-hmm. percent. If he if he's looking at it and think oh, I'm going to finish eighth or ninth, it's almost like he can't be bothered. Yeah. Is that unfair or? No, I think. I think, yeah, the, I mean, it didn't happen too much at Lotus. Like sometimes when he was at the back, he made his way forward quite a bit. He did. But but with Ferrari. But Lotus, that Lotus was quite. Um, excuse me, that Lotus phone alert. That Lotus was quite a solid car. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, how about for you then? Cumulative times. Ferrari, well, I think they're snapping on the heads of Williams. I think okay. I think now, uh, off the top of my head, mm. after the uh, bombshell of Red Bull, yeah. I think they're the third fastest team. Okay. So we're thinking fifth and sixth. Okay. So the fastest Ferrari driver was Vettel yep. in fifth. Okay. Behind the two Williams and the two Mercedes. Um, Raikkonen. 15th. Really? Yes. That's interesting. We don't know what they were testing. Again, we don't know what they're testing. Uh, he was about two seconds off Vettel's time. See, that's bigger. Yeah, well, we don't know. I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out. But even Raikkonen said he's a lot happier with this car mm. than, the Ferrari, than the Ferrari last year. Yeah. Do you expect us to be sitting here come uh, November 29th with Ferrari winning a race or not winning at least one race? Yeah, no reason why they shouldn't. Yeah, no, you probably have to hope for a bit of a McLaren, a Mercedes uh, reliability problem or a, a tire issue, 
or something like that, possibly because you know you've got Williams as well. But yeah. I think again, depending on the circuit, um, and obviously we don't know uh, in regards to you know the development. Um, there's a chance they could win. Okay. They, they, I think they'll most likely do a bit of a Williams they did last year, where they're sort of there, and then it it takes a lot for them to win it. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because the only, I mean, last year it was just Danny Ricardo was the only other one really yeah. in position to win a race, which is unfortunate. Mm. I still say Williams had the pace to hold off Mercedes and win Austria, given yeah. a better strategy. Mm. But there you go. Um, and I'm more confident of Ferrari's strategy than I, than I am Williams. Mm. So who you, who do you think will be top Ferrari driver? I'm I I think Raikkonen. Maybe that's because I'm okay. biased because Vettel was by far my favourite driver. But I would like I think if the car is uh, as improved over last year as testing leads us to believe, I think Raikkonen. Um, okay. Having said that, let's be honest, Sebastian Vettel. He's, he was one of the most unluckiest drivers last year in terms of things going wrong. If it could go wrong and anyone's car, it was normally Vettel's mm-hmm. car, it went. So, mm-hmm. um, But there you go. Onwards to, uh, well, we're talking about things going wrong. Um, on, onwards to McLaren. Fernando Alonso and Jensen Button. However, in Australia, it'd be Kevin Magnussen and Jensen Button. Um, I don't know where to start, really. My favourite team. Uh, no one's favourite to win the championship, though, let's say. They're clueless of times. I'm going to go with 12th and 14th. Uh, out of 18 drivers? Yeah. Kevin Magnussen, 14th. Oh, there you go. Uh, Jensen Button, 16th. Okay, okay, well, there you go. Uh, they completed on the uh, test, second test in Barcelona, uh, 177 laps. Um, Force India did 365. Yeah, and that was their debut. And that was their they? debut for their car. Um, I mean, I know you said it's... Obviously, just... they, yeah, they had a few issues with Fernando. Um, they did. Yeah. I know. I know you said... That it's a shame that Honda didn't have a second team. Maybe you know saving Caterham somehow, for example, or if yes. yeah, revive Super Aguri. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Something that they could just—I don't know—they could just because anything that they want to do or change, they've got to do it through McLaren and and hope that it's going to work. Um, you know, they don't have another team that they could try something on. You know, if they've got a, a, a a part that keeps failing or you know that they can't do a development part on say I don't know say the Toro Rosso and go oh that's working yeah that's true you know whatever everything they have to test has to be done on that McLaren it does um, yeah and, and, and in a massive way it is a big shame a lot of people are saying well Honda had one extra year to design this engine where has it gone so wrong um, I don't think it's the engine you think it's the, the car and the way... It, I think we, we've discussed this in the, in the podcast before, haven't we? Yeah. It, it, it's all about fitting into the car and getting everything to work, and it, it's just all not which, working Yeah, together. I remember that, which is why, obviously, we mentioned why Ferrari and Mercedes, it was almost yeah. seamless yeah. A, lot, a lot of the time. I know yeah. with Ferrari, the engine wasn't bad, but mm. you didn't really hear anything about it not being able to fit and things mm. like that. So. I, I, I'm saying that come uh, Saturday... You'll see a McLaren in the top ten without any issue, without an issue because it's literally three laps okay. in, out one hot lap and in, or out two hot laps and then in, and that's where you'll see the pace. Race day, 
Oh, wouldn't put any money on them at all. You don't think they'll finish? Uh, you might get. You might be surprised. We were surprised last year when cars finished. Well, Red Bull finished, and everyone was amazed. Exactly. Um, uh, but I think they'll be more likely to turn things down on race day. Yes. To possibly go for the duration and learn from doing a race distance than they are to literally just bolt out there and potentially destroy one of their engine allocations by well, turning things up. They pretty much said. In, in a new sport that they expect to use more than four engines in this, each, uh, on each car this year anyway. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, I think you're right. So there you go. Um, so from uh, McLaren's, uh, well, they, they did share engines with McLaren, didn't they? Force India, Nico Hulkenberg and Sergio Perez. Didn't see much Force India this year. They were one of the few teams that blocked the Manor Grand Prix's use of the 2014 car. Yeah. Was that to get the Manor Grand Prix's money? I don't know. Um, but interestingly, uh, their car... What's their cumulative time? I'm 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 gonna say thirteenth uh, and or around around thirteenth fifteenth. Close. Nico Hulkenberg twelfth. Yep. Perez thirteenth. So far, I mean, faster than obviously their you know former counterparts McLaren did, um, did more laps than Red Bull. Wow. In Barcelona. So what they so seemingly they thank uh, partly thanks I think to the Mercedes engine, but. Their car is quite reliable. So well, they, they pretty much as soon as their first run, they the first day they didn't do like five laps, did they? They did no, they a number of laps on their very first day. Um, you know, but then whether or not, well, obviously reliability's there. But I think like a lot of teams, they ease themselves into day one by just doing a handful of laps just to make sure everything's yes. working. I think Force India just went straight out and thought we just need to wrap, start they, they, yeah. getting the laps agree. in and, and, and hope that there's no issues there. No. Um, Who's coming out? I, I forgot to ask. I'm McLaren, Fernando Alonso, Jensen Button. I'm assuming you're going to say Alonso is going to come out on top. Assuming he comes back. As soon as he comes back, um, you would probably say Alonso, wouldn't you? Okay. Um, Force India, Hulkenberg, Perez. They're both actually really close. I thought Hulkenberg would walk over Paris last year and it wasn't the close it wasn't the close uh, it was not the case they no, are close they are close who do you think is a better driver at Hulk the moment Hulkenberg but then Perez can have one of those days can't he when he yeah yeah. when things work for him and, and, he, and he's on it okay. um, but I'd still say overall you're still looking at Hulkenberg 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 yeah but there's not really much to discuss really about Force India no they turned up they turned and they, they, they did they, some they did, they did, yeah I'm going to say the same for the next team, Toro Rosso. They've been very cute. They, they, they had a launch, they've done laps, they've not been ecstatic, they've not been amazingly fast, in, you know, up there at the times, they've been solid. Um, Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz, two rookies. I don't quite know whether that's an, a fantastic idea. I'd imagine one of them might, may or may not have made the top ten. Where were they in, a, in terms of... Carlos Sainz, seventh. Yep, wow. Max Verstappen, tenth. Do you think... They are that fast compared to the uh, grid. I think... Uh, do you know what? I was going to say they would be the slowest team on the grid had Manor not turned up. Really? Wow. That's what I would have said. That's interesting. I, 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 don't, I don't... I mean, looking at the times... Yeah. Uh, you know, Carlos Saints... 
you know, he's, he's, he did a lot of testing, I found, over the two days, over the two, let's just have a quick look. So, if you're working out, on the Jerez and Barcelona tests, okay, Max Verstappen did 617 laps, um, Carlos Sainz did 588 laps, um, they did, in total, they were the third highest team, they did 1,205 laps in total, more than Ferrari and Williams and Red Bull. But they are two very rookie drivers, aren't they? This is the thing. I mean, you, we are, I am expecting mistakes. Mm. Uh, if, if not, that would be fantastic. I mean, I remember Lewis's first year, he didn't make one mistake in 2007, hardly. And in 2008, the year he won it, it was full of, it was, there was loads of errors. Mm. So, I mean, we never know. Um, yeah, I, I guess wait and see. But um, it's a shame, really, that there's no as of as of last year, Mister Verne, for Max and 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 Carl, There's no there's no benchmark for them to be compared against. It's quite difficult for Red Bull for to to, to see. Obviously, you know the 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 dad daddy company mm. um, to see which one which, which how good are these two people? They may have two superstars. They may have two duds. Mm. You know, I'm not, we don't know. I think this is a two rookie drivers. And an engine that is possibly, uh, if you well, in terms of performance, in terms of performance, probably the worst on the grid. I think now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we we don't know. We don't know about Honda too much. But we're both quite confident that once they get it sorted, that's a solid. That is a solid engine. Yeah, the Renault we think is still underpowered compared to the. Yeah, and I think they've still got crisis. There's still a crisis at Renault, isn't it? Because they've not really. Uh, they've they've come again into the new year uh, with another sort of a an engine that's just not really doing what the teams want it no. to. Okay, uh, Lotus, um, Roman Grosjean and Pastor Maldonado didn't really do much last year. That's because they had this weird walrus tusk bizarre car. Yeah, um, I don't really know what to predict. Uh, testing, they've they've definitely been faster than they were last year in testing. Is that a fair thing to say? Mercedes, go on. Um, oh, of course, yes, with the Mercedes engine. Mercedes engine. Silly me, silly they me. Topped, they topped a number of test sessions, didn't they, in Barcelona? They did. Um, which made me think, oh, oh, yeah, 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 here we go. Two of fuel? <laughs> well, yeah. again, let's go back to the uh, cumulative times. So why are we thinking, then, uh, that I'm Grosjean around, and Maldonado finished? I'm thinking between 9th and 12th. Okay. Yeah. So, top driver yeah. was Grosjean. Yep. Eighth. Wow, not bad. Top. Oh, it's top, I say top. Maldonado. Yep. Uh, out of 18th drivers, he was 18th. Oh. The slowest. That's interesting. Yes. Well, um, once again, we don't know, we don't exactly know what, obviously, how much fuel they've got on. Grosjean, Mal, I'm sure Maldonado was fastest in one day, though, wasn't he? He was, but I think it was at the beginning of the test, and and... I think they probably did a very low fuel run. Okay. To and got the top, um, and then the other teams then towards the end of the test started doing qualifying. Right. Uh, you? you know, and and it literally just blew them out of the water. I think. Okay. Because I was quite surprised to see that. Yeah. He I was, was top in test sessions, but actually he was the slowest um, overall. So I th- I suspect that. Lotus jumped jumped ahead of the test 
schedule and did some qualifying laps okay. to to get it there. But um, I think you've still got to say they they were talking about. I think for Australia they were talking about top ten, a uh, Q one, a uh, Q three. Oh, well, there you go. That's, That's what their aim is. Top ten Q three for Sauber onwards. Marcus Ericsson, Felipe Nasir, and Vandergaard. We've no idea what's going to happen at the time at the time of recording. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Sauber as a whole. Um, Ferrari engine again. They've always been there. For every single test, they were always up there, weren't they? They were. And, and if your car is bad, you would not get that. No, but... But someone has to finish in either Q3 or Q2. And normally you'd say it would be a, a smaller team like Sauber, Force India, or, or Toro Rosso, etc. Um, do you still throw Sauber in there? I think we do. I think because I think Sauber, more so than Ferrari, show... Because I think they've got a solid chassis, but nothing great. I think it shows how much that Ferrari engine has improved mm. more than any other team. And I think that shows with them being potentially up there. And with a dog of a car, mm. that wouldn't happen. I think mm. you're completely right. They have in the past, I'm pretty sure, done low fuel runs, got the top, got the headlines. Maybe they get a few sponsors and done very average throughout the that's, season. That's what they could be looking for again, couldn't it? They could be just simply doing some very low fuel runs. You know, sponsors look at them, go, "Oh, that's a team we might want to get involved in for this year." Because again, they haven't got many. No, uh, they've got them from Felipe Nazar again, and so, but we don't know. As I say, they've always been there, and even if they did run on low fuel, like if you put low fuel in a Mursha, are you still going to expect that to be topping the times or finishing the top three? No, probably not. No, so yeah, so I think they've. I think along with, along with McLaren, I think these two for me are the biggest unknowns on where they're going to be. Yeah. Come the end of the race. Well, well, McLaren, we know they're probably in the pits come the end of the race, but. You know, I, I I wouldn't confidently say exactly where they're going to be. It wouldn't surprise me, as you said. With McLaren being in the top, uh, one of their cars at the very least being in the top ten, come the end of uh, qualifying. No, and I, was, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Sauber in the top ten. No, um, but whether or not though Ericsson and uh, Nasu are going to be the type to drive that thing to the limit and get it through to the end, and we're talking top eight. Well, you say that we got Vandergaard. If he's oh, racing, sorry, yeah, my mistake, well, yeah, Vandergaard as right. well. We, 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 we don't know whether it's Ericsson or Nazir that's yeah. been replaced. If you've got Vandergaard, he's got something to prove now. He, he's obviously won this seat by force. Yeah. And he's got to think, I really need a top 10 result and yeah. score some points, otherwise yeah. people will laugh. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, and last but no means least, Manor, uh, or Marushi Manor, I don't really know their official name. Come, I'm sure we will come, come Australia. Will Stevens, Roberto, Meheri, Mary... Um, Interesting. I just think it's nice for them to be there. I think that I think that that's a victory in itself. Mm. Well, you, you know, once uh, the practice lights go out and they do their first lap, they haven't tested this year. Mm. They're using pretty much the 2014 modified car, so they arguably, in terms of what I build, it might have some advantage because there's going to maybe a similar setup to, to last year's Australia. Do we know if they do the 107 percent rule? I don't know if they do anymore now. That'd be interesting. They might not, well, yeah, with Mercedes, yeah, potentially, might not even make it, but there we go. We, um, don't, we, we just don't know the difference, do we, between uh, last year's cars and these year's cars, uh, regards to sort of how quicker, the, how quick, more quick they are than last year. 
Yeah. Um, just uh, it's a when you don't know anything about a team that's literally been put together behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, the only thing that strikes me is the reserve driver Jordan King. Uh, sounds like someone you'd meet at a youth club. It, it always does, doesn't it? With a name like that. Yes. Um, you just don't know anything about that team enough to even comment on what's going to happen, other than you know whether or not they've got enough enough money to see them through. No, exactly. I'm, I'm just going to googling the U107% rule. Um, it, it, I think it came in in 1997 initially. They put it in. They put it in, didn't they? And then they removed it. Then they bought it again recently for the, like the likes of the Caterham team and of. Um, and they couldn't find the page I was looking for. I I've got a feeling it is there. However, um, any driver whose Q one team exceeds one hundred percent of the segment of the fastest dot dot dot. That's all it's got. Mm. So I'm assuming it's in again. Unfortunately, um, but there we go. Um, that's very, that. I mean, uh, that's not the end of the show yet. But that's obviously that is obviously our grid, um, and onwards, Alex, to our predictions for Australia. Yeah. So this is a competition that will run through the uh, season uh, between ourselves and work out if we're gonna who's gonna be the best at predicting each race. Absolutely. Uh, podium. Yep. There, there, there are points. There are points. We'll base the uh, point system that they currently are in F1 on our point system. So if we predict the top three and we get either of the top three in those in the correct position, we'll get those points. Yeah, so so uh, if we predict podium, podium, we get the points first, second, third. Yeah. But if we guess the podium, like you know, the wrong way round, the wrong way round, then we get the ball. Well, other than yeah. second, then it was the wrong way round. Exactly. Well, but yeah. we get nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, okay, I'm going first then. I'll go first. Go on, go on in. First phrase, I'm predicting Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg, Kimi Raikkonen. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to say Rosberg, Hamilton, and I'm going to say... Uh, I, I so badly want to say Seb or Kimi. I so badly, obviously, want to say that. You're going you're gonna to go with one of the Williams, aren't you? I am. You're going to go with Potas, aren't I you? I am. Okay, yeah, I've read your mind. I am. So I'm going with uh, Hamilton. I'm going with Hamilton, Rosberg, and Raikkonen, and obviously we got the Williams there. Um, actually, uh, so you're going with um, Rosberg, Hamilton, Bottas. No, okay. no, Rosberg, Hamilton. Yeah, Bottas. Rosberg, Hamilton, Bottas. Okay. Shall we say then for an extra five points? Yep. We got fastest lap. Oh, fastest lap. Yes. Because fastest lap, you see, I always think can be a bit random when people whack on a set of super softs at the end or, uh, you know, because they've just had a wing change about 10 laps before the end. Fastest lap come the end of the race, I'm going to go with Sebastian Vettel. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. See, I'm going to say Hamilton for the fastest lap. See, see, look, it's funny, yeah? I suddenly decide not to play it safe, but then you do. Yeah. I'm just bagging the points early on. Bagging the points early on. Okay, well then, who, okay, okay. I know it's not for points, but who do you think is going to be on pole? What, do you think we'll get a Mercedes front row? Yeah. I'm qualifying, yeah, I do too. Uh, the only thing is, I don't know quite what the weather's doing, and whether it's, it's raining or sunny, we never know until obviously the day. We haven't, uh, had a, we haven't really had a major 
uh, downpour in, in Australia anyway, have we? I don't <sighs> think over the years. I can't really recall. We've had recall. something qualifying where it's been wet. Yeah, I've not recalled like a, a really uh, no, torrential... No. I remember we had... Um, the race started quite damp in 2003. I remember mm. that because Coulthard won. Uh, that started quite damp yeah. in 2003. But yeah, we, we haven't had a... I don't think we've had a proper wet race in Australia for a while. Yeah. I would like to see one because it'd be interesting. Yeah. And it'll be entertaining. Yeah. And it would help McLaren, I'd imagine, with their reliability, but I'm sure. So, but there we go. Um, now, before we do go, onwards quickly, a uh, tiny, bit, tiny, tiny bit of uh, game news. Project Cars is delayed again. I was, uh, you, you told me, I read it while I was on the toilet, and it's the first time for three or four years I've cried while on the toilet, but not when I'm not, I was in emotional pain. Um, a lot, yeah. Uh, they put it back um, because they're still working on a few um, a few little bugs that they need to fix. Um, it's better be bug free when this thing comes out. It has to, yeah. Uh, mid May. Mid May is the target now. It would seem sort of from posts on Facebook that people are quite upset about it. Yes, um, and that there's discussion of people saying that they've you know. Um, uh, they're not bothered with the game anymore, which, as we all know, is probably rubbish because even though they would delay it to the end of the year, you're still probably going to buy it. Because well, especially if you're a PlayStation 4, because you don't... Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo is not due to come out. No. Drive Club has been told it's a bit yeah. arcadey. Yeah. There is no solid simulator. The no. F1 game's not coming out with exactly. it until about June, July. So, no. yeah, it's the only option you've got if you like proper car racing. Yeah, kind of car race. exactly. You know it's the next generation... I mean, if if you were tossing it up, maybe between if you had a PC and you had a Zeta Corsa uh, and Project Cars, and you were waiting on Project Cars, and then they said they're delaying it, you would probably end up just going out and buying a Zeta Corsa, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they might. Yes. But we we as in PS4 owners don't have that luxury. We don't. So I, I personally don't mind at the end of the day to wait this long and just hope that, like you say, it's going to be a a game that's. Um, as long as it justifies Breaking the way, boundaries. I think yeah. I, I can probably forgive them once, yeah. once the game comes out. I, yeah. I, was very, I was very upset. The only thing I find frustrating, which I mentioned, was less than four weeks ago, they suddenly tell us. So it yeah. feels like it's out of the blue. Yeah. Where I think they, even if they, there was a hint of we're not sure the release date, they probably shouldn't have announced it until they're absolutely sure. Yeah. That would have stopped the internet rage. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah. But you're always going to get people a bit upset by these things. Yeah. And, you know, it also... Brings into it brings them closer into other sort of dangers with regards to F1 2015 that's uh, due out. We think, well, you think July. I, th- I think in June. June, but July. I've heard July, but you've heard July as well. You've heard. July. Uh, I've not actually heard a date. I've not heard a date, um, but I don't know. I thought you said July, but you you start getting closer towards that kind of time, um, and it, you know. Whilst they are two very different games, if you only have forty odd quid to spend on one around game, that, especially around that time, because yeah, now they are quite close. You know, you you have to think to yourself, what what would you spend that money on? So, I don't know. We'll we'll see, and we don't know anything about F one twenty fifteen, the no, game exactly by Code Masters. We don't, and you you do say that close. I mean, they said rumored Project Cars mid May. So say we get mid May May release for Project Cars, and we get first week of June for F one. For example, yeah, that's not that much is, in it. No, and for a lot of people, it's going to be well. Which game do I want to play? Yeah, and if they can afford two games, they're definitely not going to. I'd imagine a lot of people are not going to buy both of them all together. No, so it'd be interesting. But there you go. Um, anyway, 
Guys, enjoy Australia. We will be back at some point after the Australia Grand Prix to have, to have, a, to have a, chat about, a chat about it. Hopefully celebrating the Hamilton victory and not the Rosberg one from my point of view. Having said that, it could be completely different. He says as a McLaren fan. Yes, well, I would love that. Well, yeah, I'm being realistic. I'd love a McLaren one too, really. Uh, yeah. Jensen Button and then Kevin Magnussen. But we can all dream of it. Having that. said that, part, part of me would, would, would like a bit of a messy first corner and then to get a surprise winner that no one expected. Mm. There we go. Like, like Manor. That'd be, that'd be an interesting race. Yeah. Yeah. We, you never know. No. We, we just don't know. We but don't. We, um, we, we'll wait and see and um, let's hope that we don't after the first race or automatically right off the championship like, like a lot of people did last year yeah and go and say it's a McLaren uh, Mercedes which one is it Has, uh, Rosberg or Hamilton and that's how it's left for the rest of the season let's hope it doesn't go that way no I've got a feeling it might I just hope I just hope it's not I hope it doesn't and I, and I, and I hope that as fast as those Mercedes are there is some light at the end of the tunnel come, on, come the end of Australia that other teams can challenge yeah Exactly. Yeah. See you later. We shall see.